The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything that you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, ensure that you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. I've been so pumped to take a couple of friends with our road bikes to some of the trails nearby, and now I can bring the entire crew, my dog, and all of our gear with that third row. Learn more about the new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So I guess we got to talk about Russ, right? He's taken the buyout from the Utah Jazz. He signed with Los Angeles. Again, yeah, shocking. Works out great uh, for him from a personal standpoint because we know that he did not want to live anywhere else. He brought his family out there. He's got his friends out there. That's the only reason he went to the Lakers to begin with. He now has the perfect spot for him. He doesn't have to move. He doesn't have to do anything. He gets to play alongside Kawhi. Gets to play by who, by the way, kind of screwed him over. He gets to play with Paul George who – Let's be real, Paul George had some of his best basketball with Russell Westbrook, and he was stumping and lobbying for Russ to be on this team. So that's good for Russ. Good for Russ. Number one, good for Russ. Number two, is it good for anyone else? I don't know. I don't know. I have concerns. Like, Why is Russell Westbrook more skilled at more things right now in his career than John Wall? They're kind of similar. Like the John Wall minutes with Kawhi Leonard, which we'll get to in a second because I have the facts, weren't good. He doesn't shoot as well as Reggie Jackson. What is this pairing? I don't know. I'm going to, because I love Tyloo, suspend judgment until I see how it goes. I need to call Jerry West and figure out what is happening. I forgot all about that. We need to find out what is happening. Ty Lue, though, is one of the most underrated coaches in the league. If anyone on earth could make this work, I think it's him. First up, Zach Lowe said this on his podcast. The Russell Westbrook Ty Lue talked about yesterday. He's going to have the ball in his hands. He's Mr. Triple-Double. Those comments, frankly, shocked me. And if that's their vision for what he's going to be, this qualifies as one of the Biggest late-season gambles in the history of the NBA. Zach Lowe's facts. That is right. And then here's another thing that people always say, too. Russell Westbrook's come off the ball before. If, if I hear that another fucking time, they are trying to gaslight us. We have seen it year after year after year, and yet we keep hearing Russell Westbrook can play off-ball. 
what is Russell Westbrook going to do off ball besides just stand there in the corner? What is he going to do? What is he going to do? Is he going to move without the ball? People tell me that he knows how. People tell me that he can. I don't think so. But Ty Lue has pushed all of his chips into the middle. It is, to me, fascinating. People are banging on the Clippers for trading Reggie Jackson and John Wall. But the stats, really, they were, they were a disaster. They were. Reggie Jackson or Wall, when paired with either Kawhi or Paul George, had the highest net rating of any of those combos was plus one. And the lowest was negative 10. Keep in mind, Kawhi and Paul George together have a net rating of plus 10. So they needed to do something. Terrence Mann, they were already doing. They get Eric Gordon, which that helps them a ton, I believe. But then you say, well, we're buying Russ. I mean, we're getting Russ on like nothing. So we might as well see. If he's classic triple-double Russ or six-man-of-the-year Russ, it can't be worse than John Wall, right? Can't be worse than Reggie Jackson, right? And they're right. John, John Wall was a disaster. He was fucking terrible. And Russell Westbrook as six-man-of-the-year was incredible this year. And it shows us now we are going to see. This is where the rubber hits the road. The number one thing that this is going to do is tell us, Tyloo, what you got? What are you made of? Are you elite like we know you are? Or have you been blessed with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and LeBron James and Kyrie Irving and Nick Batum? I'm joking about Nick Batum. Uh, <laughs> but the Russ experiment is going to show us everything that we need to know. If you can make Russ work on this team, Ty Lue, you are going to be a legend, not just in L.A., not just in the NBA, but it also will make the Clippers the most dangerous team in the West. Yes, I said it. Moving on. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. A little tea for the fans. Um, I love the tea. I love Kevin. Love tea. The whole the whole Kevin Love saga in Cleveland has been many years long, and it has now come to a close, which I think is a little sad because you were just wondering when it was going to bubble and boil over like it did a couple of years ago. Uh, the biggest name on the buyout market next to Russ, he has exited stage south, South Beach. He is now a Miami Heat. I thought Kevin Love and Rubio were tight. thought that was the reason that Rubio came back to the Cavs, actually. Guess not. Uh, things change fast. It tells you everything you need to know about any organization is that all of a sudden, four months later after you make a move, like shit can go sideways quick. On the surface, the exit, the uh, breakup that they supposedly had was a love affair. Flowery posts, IG reels, I love you, I love you, no, I love you more, kiss, 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 you mean so much to me, no, you mean more to me. Kevin said he'll never forget all the memories he made in Cleveland. He'll always have love in the heart of the city. Yada, 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 right? Happy ending? Happy ending? No, not so fast. Kevin Love and the Cavs, apparently, according to new reporting, might not be as friendly as they are pretending to be. Rumors out of Cleveland say that the Cavs were like, we got to get this guy out of here. 
We are motivated to make something happen uh, and doing something that they had no interest in doing before, which is buying out his enormous contract. So why is that? Well, according to this reporting, they were worried Kevin Love was going to go apeshit, basically, like he has done in the past. Do you remember Kevin Love at Kevin Love's peak of anger with the Cleveland Cavaliers organization? Do you remember when he chucked the ball at his teammate during an actual game? Do you remember when he was in a game and refused to shoot even when wide open for an entire regular season game? Do you remember that? That was really funny. Do you remember he just like, he would be in the corner wide open and then he would just pass? Do you remember he, he passed to no one? And like just like literally just a lane violation when they were down four points and they ended up losing the game? Or what about all the times that he went after Colin Sexton? Do you remember that? Like that year was bad. That Colin Sexton year was a, a, a bad one. So they were afraid of that Kevin Love. Like not kissy kissy, Ricky Rubio, Love Fest, corner three, Kevin Love. No, they were worried about salty, end of the bench, rotation, going nowhere, Kevin Love. And they informed him, hey, we know you sprained your finger or thumb. Um, yeah, you're not going to be on the floor for the rest of the year now. We've got some young guns. Uh, we've got things too good going on to be messing up the vibe, to be, uh, you know, ain't no love in the heart of the city kind of thing. Ain't no love in the heart of the basketball court. And so they, he was like, well, you got to get me the fuck up out of here then. So off he goes to Miami. He is now going to be playing probably next game. And the T is like a jaded ex after all those flowery posts and reels and whatever when no one was looking in the dark of the night. Kevin Love posted Drake lyrics on his Instagram. These grown men doing little girl things is like my favorite part of the NBA. Like this, there's a couple of these in this episode, but who posts Drake lyrics to your Instagram unless you're LeBron James, honestly. Unless you're LeBron James, you can't really do that without me just burning you up. So he posts this, tables turn, bridges burn, you live and learn. Whew, tell you what, doesn't sound like it was all hearts and flowers. Kevin Love better be on his best behavior in Miami. The Heat don't play when it comes to Heat culture. You can, you can fight, you can yell, you can throw a ball, but you better not throw a, a massage gun or you're going to be fucking out in San Antonio on your ass. Added to that, uh, Kevin Love said that Miami has breathed new life into him. So I, I want to see the Cavs play the Heat in the, in the playoffs. I can't wait. And as for the Cavs, they asked Jared Allen, like, hey, um, did you know Kevin Love had been bought out? And he says, I was not aware. I was told he was going for milk and cigarettes, and he just never came back. Perfect description of the end of the Kevin Love era in Cleveland. That's all the time that we have for this episode of the Heat Check. Check back Monday for an all-new episode. We've got an all-new interview that I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's going to be a fire one. And do not forget to watch the feed for past episodes and interviews, bonus episodes. They drop unexpectedly throughout the week. Please follow us on this Heat Check as the 2022-2023 NBA season heads towards the playoffs. Man, this season's going by fast. Download, subscribe, please tell your friends, and follow us on social at this heat check and at Tristan Crick on TikTok because the heat check never sleeps, even after the trade deadline, even when your girl has norovirus and doing the episode from the crib. Yes, sir, stomach flu happening this very second. But for you, the pod continues. We'll see you next time, knuckleheads. Thank you